everybody. Uh, my name is Farad, uh, and this is my friend Grady. And welcome to the what's Combat up, Squad up? Combat Squad Pod. Uh, this is episode four, and uh, welcome back. Uh, sorry, guys, for the delay. It's been you know we've been having some you know technical issues, and uh, you know yeah. you know life. You know what I'm saying like personal life. Our uh, the for some reason that the the software that we use. Um, just wouldn't let us record for like over a couple seconds so we just i don't know we, I, we submitted a bunch of claims and stuff and had to wait a little bit and eventually they fixed yeah. it so we're back though we're back yeah we're back though so uh you know m- most people know that i don't uh i don't run my instagram at the moment my friend Hembin is running it uh because i'm in a different place i can't really use it so uh it's a miracle really, yeah we it's really a miracle struggled, we... man. It's a miracle yeah. we got this guy on a podcast right now, y'all. So uh, We fucking struggled. Struggled to get episode four out. And we were thinking that we were going to leave the storyline a little bit. and Just take a have, break. Yeah, take a break, you know, and answer, you know. answer some questions uh, you guys have. And uh, we got a, asking all the time. We got a big... Um, not a not a huge, but we got a list of some questions that people sent into fraud a while back, um, and as as well as some questions that we've gotten from friends and stuff that uh, and you know other listeners that they wanted, uh, you know, wanted fraud to answer or me to answer. So um, you some know, questions are good. Some questions are as there was they a always whole, are. <laughs> there was a whole lot of fucking dumb ones on there. I'll tell you what. I think people. <laughs> I it, dude, they had to be. I was some of them. I was just like, "What kind of question is this?" But yeah. you know, there was there we you, we had to wade through the murky waters a little bit, to, and we got some good ones out of it. So, and it's a lot of questions people don't don't realize. Like when I do like one of these things, like I mean, it's so many questions. Scott gets like so hundreds of replies. So, so when I go like the time the time difference, because like when I go to bed or whatever, it means. The whole North America is fucking up, and they just send their questions as well. Yeah. So sometimes it's... I don't even have I don't even have it up for twenty four enough time to answer all people's questions because the question thing disappears before I'm even read all the questions because you know people just keep sending. Yeah, I got so followers. Kind of hard. Got followers from all over, so uh, we yeah. fucking uh, basically get you know questions and stuff at all times of the day. So some of them end up getting missed and. Um, yeah, and um, as well as uh, uh, this, we're actually um, working on up in our setup a little bit, uh, getting a better setup that, you know, maybe uh, as as many of you may or may not know, Farat and I can't see each other. Uh, so we're we're dealing with, you know, trying to not talk over each other so much and stuff. It's kind of hard when we can't like read each other's faces, but uh, we're working on up in the software and shit. We're, we're, uh, we're working on it, so we got we got big plans in the future. It'll all be. We got be, big uh, plans, and uh, I mean, I'm so used to 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 looking at Grady when I talk to him. You know, we we never do regular calls. We always do video calls. You know, he, he loves uh, me so much. He has these hard eyes, and he just looks at me and stares <laughs> at me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sometimes, I, yeah, you would answer while you were taking a shit or something, but who the fuck doesn't? I answered, fo- answered the phone while Haji's squatting too, so it's okay. It's funny because so, I don't really video chat with anybody else, but whenever, whenever I'm like not busy or something, I'll just be like, "Oh, let's see what Farad's up to," and I'll, I'll video chat him, and because we'll always just 
talk shit <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. It's pretty funny, yeah. but um, yeah, you want to get into some of these questions or what? Yeah, bro. Uh, you, hey, you, you want to do uh, announce uh, the other thing we do, or you want to wait? Should we wait? Let's. I say let's get into it and then let's let's announce yeah, it at let's... the end. Okay, okay. You guys, we, got, we have a good uh, news, and you got to stick with us to find out. You got to stick with us to the end if yeah, you want to find out, or I guess use the 30-second skip thing and skip through the entire episode, but you know, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Listen to this guy's that. sexy voice. Um, all right, all right. So all right. we're going to do the questions, and as well, as well between, you know, we're not just going to do the questions and be like, yo, goodbye, you know, we're going to... You know, me and Grady, we have this flow, so we're just going to go with it. And if it ends up us talking about, you know, situations, you know, or what somebody should expect, you know, in civilian life or whatever, it, was, it will happen. We're, so there's no, there's no certain subject on today's episode. We will just yeah. wing it and, like, try to answer your questions. And We're just chilling. We're trying to, we're trying to get back into the swing of things here with the podcast. Yeah. So that's why we didn't want to go on with the story, because we just wanted to have yeah. a loose one sit back and relax and you know just have a chit chat so um, so uh, we're trying to get that gear as well the new new shit i can i need to do the software stuff we need to get figured it out because i have so many good guests as well lined up so many good people you know that that's that want to be in the pod that want to like talk to us and we really want them in and we want to talk to them more and than they could ever imagine because it's so much education and knowledge between like behind these people and the experiences they had man it's it's golden just to sit there and listen to them and be able to pick their heads and like yeah ask, ask them questions you know we got a variety of people that are down to come on and a uh, big shout out to um uh jake from popular front he's given us a lot yeah. of uh a lot yeah, of yeah. tips and pointers sure. and stuff as far sure. as improving sure. the podcast and shit so we can we can thank him for whenever we actually get around to upping our production here yeah. We'll so head up to, to uh, Instagram and follow Popular Front. Uh, .co, because he's yeah, about to get does. banned, I heard. Yeah, so. yeah. Recently, we've been through a lot of shit on Instagram as well. You know, I've been, I got like attacked, like massive attacks reported and stuff. Like, I literally found the pages that did it to me as well. I'm not going to go into it, but it was... They really wanted to get us out there, you know. It was so happening to a lot of volunteers. It was happening happening to all other, like, havals and stuff as well. And now I think people are starting targeting uh, uh, the Popular Front site. So everybody go in there and, and show his fucking support to Popular Front, uh, CO. And he has this thing going where he's trying to, trying to raise some money for his projects and stuff. I highly recommend to go in there. And uh, I also have an episode in there as well if you want to listen Listen to it. That's so, a good episode, actually. Yeah. I, I remember I listened to that while I was working a yeah, while back. And... Yeah, yeah, we did that while we were in, while I was down south. And I remember thinking while I was listening to that episode, because I mean, you and I were friends, obviously, but I, I remember thinking like, wow, like, he's not as stupid as I thought. You know, you're a very <laughs> articulate man. <laughs> well, we got a mama f- didn't raise no fool. He, she sure didn't. Maybe sometimes. <laughs> but but daddy did raise a bald headed bald headed son because that. Caveman, Damn old man gave me a bald head. <laughs> yeah, right. so let's just jump into it, bro. All right, yeah. So, figure it out. so first one, um, uh, we'll start it out a little bit lighter here. Um, but I had this question for you a long time ago, and I was always kind of curious because I, I actually haven't been myself. But uh, what was the best thing that you ate the entire time that you were there? Um, I want to know both on the front, like when you were like when you were like in the shit and you were super hungry and then like the best, like hallelujah meal hit and you couldn't, it couldn't have been any better. 
and then also maybe like when you were chilling uh, farther away from the front line? I mean, um, we can start at base. Maybe if if we are at base, we have nothing to do, you know. But let's let's be clear: we are eating pretty good in our bases. Uh, our logistics supplies us with with with, with pretty, pretty pretty much whatever we need. Vegetarians maybe. would be into it. Yes, but I mean, it's not like, uh, like, let's be real. It's a, it's, you know, it's, it's an embargo on Rojava. Nobody's coming in with cattle or, or other stuff to, to provide meat. So meat is very rare to get, but, uh, we can go buy it and, and stuff. So we eat pretty fucking good in our bases. Uh, we eat, you know, it could be anything, man. It's a lot of potatoes, onions, you know, a lot of red linseed soup, but I'm uh, talking, beans, I want to know rice. What was the you best mean on the one? front? What was the, the best, best one? one? The best one on base is very hard, but I mean, best one you because, ever had, or 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 even even like you mean in the base. city while chilling and stuff, or you just mean with other soldiers, no, some other dog. soldier as cooking. I mean, if we are talking at base now. Okay, so at base, I want to know yeah. like, I don't even. Want, yeah, that's I, the grilled goat. Yeah. Uh, once they gave us a goat. Uh, they literally came with a with a car and just put down a, a living goat and said, "Oh, this is for you." It was some celebration, you know, anniversary or something, and they just came and gave us a goat, bro. And then uh, I was with a with a with a group of uh, internationals and and coalition guys, and uh, they just straight up slaughtered that goat, bro, and made this crazy barbecue thing, you know, with a bunch of spices. So that was. That was like they literally slow barbecued and like put foil and everything on, bro. They literally for like six, seven hours, bro, like at least. And that was like on base for sure. That was that the was best, the, bro. That was the yeah, cream of the crop yeah. right there. Yeah, because I never forget that, bro. I was like, damn, I never tasted a goat this tender because all the goat meat and stuff is always like so rubbery and, and not tender, you know, so. I don't eat it that much. Didn't like it, but when I saw them do it with all the spices and you know the chilies, and lemons, and ooh, that looks oof. good. It sounds good. Yeah, that was good. I bet it, it smelled had good. Honey, everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Dang. He so just yeah, pulled the, he just pulled the bones out of it, so it was perfect. And that was at base. What about like when you were when you were like, you guys are surrounded and you're fucking like stuck. Like, what was like? Was there any meal that like stood out to you? Like. And like, oh, you just got done like, hell yeah, doing some M- shit. M- and you MRE, sat yeah. yeah, MRE, uh, MRE buffalo sauce and rice. Mm. I don't know why I just love that buffalo sauce, bro. And and now I'm talking about really stressed, like if I had rice, and if it wasn't, bro, then it was canned spam, bro, chicken, like chicken lunch meat. Was, you you mentioned the spam to me, yeah. and you're still a very big fan of spam, aren't you? Fuck yeah, I love that shit. I I fr- I, fr- I put a couple of like pieces of spam shit in my eggs. I, I love spam. I see. You it's know, weird. And, and, I feel yeah. like if you grow up eating spam, or like if you eat a lot of spam, people are into it. But like me, I never really ate much spam, and so now when I eat it, it's like I really don't like it. But I think the one time I did like it was there's this, uh, I don't remember where it was, but there's this place that uh, um, makes just crazy burgers, like cheeseburgers with crazy shit. Like you can get cheeseburgers with peanut butter on it and shit. And like uh, this place puts spam on one of their burgers and I got that. And I remember thinking it was super good, but 
tried it since it and didn't good. think it was good, man. But I didn't have a kind of a choice. It was either eat spam or or die <laughs> or sardines, bro. And uh, fuck no, I don't eat sardines. You're not a fan like, of sardines. I thought no, that was no, a Swedish no. thing was being no. super into sardines and gross no. canned fish. I mean, I mean. Like the big tuna, like when it's in, in in one big piece, like a piece of meat tuna, I can I can live with that in a can, tuna in a can. But I mean, other than that, I can't I can't do it, man. <laughs> yeah, I would probably actually I would be scarfing down spam. I mean, rice. you know, sometimes we are at the front, we are not surrounded, we are still defending a position. We are in a village or bigger city. Then sometimes you go there, you know, in the house you are or whatever the neighbor house, <laughs> you know, you find. He maybe has a garden or something. You take a little bit, you make yourself a salad, you know. Yeah. Stuff, stuff like that works. You know, some of them maybe they have like stuff, uh, stuffed uh, peppers and stuff. You know, it's oof, pickled uh, cucumbers and stuff. Some, all of them have it, you know. And sometimes you can treat yourself with stuff like that. I'm sure there were lots of days too where you just wouldn't eat at all. But uh, of course, oof. many. But uh, you know. Oof. Don't get me started. Sometimes yeah. we would just literally have the water just the water bottles on us and it was like a 55 milliliter water bottle and they i i never succeeded of having a camel back lasting for an entire operation it, it, it always cracked or water leaked or because yeah. i never had like i never had like this you know that i could bring this really really good quality stuff you know i just took what i found and you know what i animad or whatever you know yeah but i mean uh the food situation is pretty good. We survive. It's okay. We have good logistics, you know. So it's yeah, okay. you were telling me a lot about like all the veggies you would eat, like a lot of like tomatoes and and uh, oh, bro. tomatoes never, and like cucumbers and shit. That honestly like, sounds pretty good with some rice and some spam. Like I would honestly, I would eat yeah, that right now. Yeah, yeah, but you know, bro, <laughs> you, like sometimes the cucumbers would come to you. Like the further south we went on this, the, the the offensive, bro, the food just got worse, 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 worse. Like 2015, we would literally get shawarmas sometimes and like really good soups and like yeah. pots and stuff because that you know they would cook it for us because the the front wasn't so far away from where it was safe it was like yeah. one hour but then we went it was like eight hours so we couldn't so they just came with fucking bread canned spam and like uh, stuff that would last yeah know? exactly and it's a smart thing and of course sometimes the coalition would supply us with the mres and then you know for people like that, for me, that shit is gold. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm, I'm lucky. So I, I know some of these guys too. So when I see them in the same area, I always go there. They're like, yo, Fred, how are you? I'm like, bro, give me an MRE straight up. I'm okay. I just need MRE, bro. I just eaten for the last two months, can't spam. Please, just give me whatever MRE you have. I take it. <laughs> so, yeah. The yeah. MREs are always a good thing, bro. They're always a good thing. Yeah, I mean, honestly. Morale could... booster. I've done camping trips and we've taken uh, MREs before, and uh, yeah. it's like so badass. <laughs> honestly, like for some reason, it's good. Like it's not like if you were at home eating an MRE and there was other food available, you'd be like, "What the fuck am I doing?" But there's you know actually that, you know that Dash has like a sort of MRE on them as well. They have like dates, what? honey. Yeah, they have dates, honey. There's, there's an ice uh, biscuits. Yeah, but it's it's in a bag. It's in a see-through plastic bag, and we found like hundreds of fighters that all all had that. And these were the fighters that were left behind to stay and fight while they guys pulled back to whatever place they were t- defending. So these were the guys that were staying behind, and they all had like a plastic bag with like honey, 
uh, I'm picturing like an old uh, ISIS noodles, grandma. You know, like Chinese noodles uh, and like biscuits and and like uh, two tramadol pills and some bandages and uh, like a homemade wow. turn homemade tourniquet. It's just like a rubber rubber sling. So they had, bro. They they all had that stuff on them, bro. I'm picturing some old ISIS grandma like packing these lunches, like giving them oh, yeah. each a pat on the back as they leave the door. Yeah, like, have a good day. So that school. was that was like about the food, you know. So they they all all of them. I wish we had like Kurdish MREs. That would be dope. Getting like rice and beans, like proper, like your mom make it and stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Get some baklava and stuff instead of skittles. That would be perfect. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, I want to know also. Um, yeah. Basically, uh, I remember talking in previous podcasts, and I think it was maybe, maybe it was even uh, uh, on your vice, on your vice thing. Um, it was, uh, you were talking about people that you knew growing up that you recognized from your childhood, like actually joining ISIS, and you would like, yeah. go over there and see their bodies or their or their yeah. passports or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. But could you tell us about like any of the people that you knew growing up that, um, do you think that you know people like from your childhood joining ISIS is more popular yeah. in European countries or what? Because I that's super uncommon out here. So, uh, I mean, I come from a city where uh, you know it's very where they put every yeah, it's like everywhere else, big city. They put all the non, let's say now Sweden, all the non Swedes in one area, and they all <clears throat> and they all you know gather and they have the same interest, and it's very easier to do this type of stuff and. Uh, I never, yeah, I never imagined when I went there, I didn't know about anything or anybody that I knew have already went there or joined uh, our enemies or, or, you know, or any other fucking Al-Qaeda linked or whatever. But, uh, but that time I knew that people from that city had left to some other, because this is not a new thing. They have gone there for a long time. I Probably mean, to fight with Taliban, like, to fight yeah, with Al-Qaeda. Uh, I don't know, maybe so long, I don't know. But I mean, already in 2011, they went there to in Aleppo and stuff like that. There was a lot of guys who were going there. When stuff. ISIS was first starting. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. even before ISIS, even before ISIS even were created, they were already fighting the regime during that time when ISIS got created, you know. So they were there, some of them. When, when they transferred or got like, they cut their ties with Al-Nusra and all the other Al-Qaeda-linked groups because they didn't uh, like each other and the way both of them were one to fucking rule. Uh, so, yeah, it was weird, bro. It's, of course, it's weird. I mean, what can I say, bro? It's you going there and you see passports and they show it to you. They say, oh, you're Swedish. Where's they say, where is this from? And you look at it and you just like see some of these guys. You're like, oh, I recognize this last name. And you just keep looking and you're like, oh, fuck. Uh, was there and, was there anybody in particular that you were like i grew up with this guy like you knew his name you knew like who he was or was it mostly yeah, people that you course. recognized from around no town? i wouldn't recognize the name and his passport if i didn't grow up with him and not knew his name but it, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say yeah yeah i'm not gonna make it dramatic now and be like oh my god it was like a guy i used to go to school like we were friends friends no this is not people our friends friends with. It was people we we went to same school. We live in the same neighborhood. Like we we could see each other like uh, three four times a week and be like, hey, how you doing? And go. It was not like we were like hanging oh, okay. out. Okay, yeah, stuff. yeah. But this is we knew each other. He knew me. I knew him. I knew where he came from. I knew his family. He knew you know my family's name and and everything as well. So, but it was not like we were hanging out like 
me and you would if we were living in the same city. Right, right, right. I know what you mean. So uh, it's weird, bro. It's weird. But, you know, uh, at the end of the day, uh, I can just say one specific situation, you know, because uh, we came to a place and they called me, you know, we were at the front. Uh, and they said, oh, we have a guy here. He, he has Swedish papers, Swedish passport and shit on him. I said, okay, I'll go there. And uh, I recognized him because he went uh, in the same middle school as me. Wow. The one, yeah, we have like low school, middle school, and then high school, and then gymnasium you know, in Sweden. Hey, so, uh, for uh, hold up, real yeah. quick. Um, yeah. We're having a little bit of background noise. Um, is yeah. your is your microphone maybe touching a uh, shirt or something? No. Okay. It's not. Okay. It sounds like it got a little better just now. Maybe it touched my beard. I got pretty, <laughs> you got a big, pretty, pretty, yeah, I got, you know, I got pretty, pretty sexy beard. beard. All right. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. You're talking so, about the guy with the papers. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I forgot. You were, you were, you were talking about, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, man. It, I had to, before we got too far, um, you were talking about the guy you, they, they told you that, Hey, there's a guy here from Sweden and it was yeah, a guy yeah, that you yeah, met yeah. that you recognize from yeah, middle school. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. So, I know I was, bro, I didn't, I was just thinking of him. I'm like, I can't get his face out of my head sometimes, you know, and I have to like, and it was just a, a quick. Uh, was he dead? No, he was not dead. He had a big hole, a big fucking hole in his chest. And he was laying there. They had put him under blankets and we were by a river and we had just taken control of the other side of the river. And we were not the first unit that came, that came there. There where they like where they didn't have any so we were pushing forward so when we came there they already had a bunch of prisoners and yeah stuff. there was already wounded so, laying around and yeah shit and... so we went there and, and i went there i just like i took his passport and i went there i was like hey do you speak swedish i told him in swedish do you speak swedish look at me do you speak swedish and he like took down the, the blanket from half of his face and then he looked at me and he's like bro he literally just said bro in swedish and i just looked at him i was like man what the fuck like he said bro to you yeah, he's like, bro. Like, what's like, up, bro? No, I think he was as shocked as I was. And I just looked at him. I was like, I literally said, what the fuck, man? Like, I, I said it in English. Like, what the fuck, man? Oof, like, are you kidding me? And I just took his passport. I said, you're going to die here, man. And I cannot help you. And I gave it to the commander. I said, well, what the fuck you want me to do with this? Take his passport. And I left. <clears throat> because at the end of the day, he went there and he would slaughter me if, if, I, if I was there. Yeah, I mean, he he yeah i couldn't i honestly i'm thinking about being in that position i'm thinking about um even people that i'm i knew that he was going to die because as a as a car like a medic whatever i i could see on him that nobody had taken care of him he 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 was already dying he had a big old hole in his chest yeah i don't know how how he happened to him but it was pretty nice circle shape to be honest it was pretty circle and i looked at it, i was like damn that's a big hole like i could figure out what the fuck hit him you know and yeah his and his his rib cage was not just caved in or broken i was like what the fuck how can he still breathe you know it was it was weird yeah <laughs> yeah that's i'm trying to next think, question i'm trying to think of what it would be like to to come <clears throat> upon like one of my like somebody not necessarily a friend but somebody that i knew like in elementary school or whatever yeah, I mean, if I would have met him the first time I went to the front, the first week I was at the front, I, I, I can honestly tell you, it would probably be another story I would have told you right now. But I met him when I already been at several operations and I was, let's say, already 
I've gotten into my role and I was pretty used to, to seeing violence and, and, violence yeah. and you know, so I, it didn't bother me so much because we have to remind, I was like, I have, I have family that have been killed. And while I have myself been at the front, I have had families that have been killed at other fronts. So I, I didn't, I, I closed my emotions down. Yeah. At that uh, point you kind of got to. Yeah. For the safety of, of, of the adults uh, around me and myself. Um, well, I mean, this question kind of goes with that, uh, that last mm-hmm. one. Um, but this was another one that I thought was a good one. Yeah. Send um, was, have you ever felt sorry for an ISIS prisoner? Was there, was there anybody that you ever came across that you actually were like, damn, like, I, like, I feel bad for this guy or is it kind of, I feel like for me, I mean, it's hard for me to say, but cause I haven't been there, but I feel like for me, I would, I would be no, it would be no remorse. Like, fuck you. You're like, I just have no, I wouldn't feel bad at all, but I feel like it's when you're there in the moment, it might be different. Yeah. It's yeah. You think that you're there in the moment, but once you, you stand there and you see somebody like really, really giving, putting in some violence in there, believe me, bro, if you haven't seen that type of violence before, it will turn your stomach and you won't, you will by, you would automatically say, stop, stop enough. Yeah. So whoever is there is there. And if he has his hand tied and his eyes covered and his legs tied. And they look and down fu- at that point. They and you fucking hit him in front of me. I will fucking punch the shit out of you. If you want to fight this guy, we can, we can make that happen. It's not, it's not hard. Untie his hands. You know, but if I, so I followed that code always. I will never hit a, a prisoner with his hand tied or any, with his eyes covered. I will never go into this uh, okay I, i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest i i i did some like psychic you know psy shit i went in i, I fuck with their minds sometimes when they were like covered just to yeah. get some answers or i was angry we do that sometimes shit you happens got it, you got to, war. yeah but at the end of the day i always tell them hey you are you injured or what can you i can help you if you help me if um, there are westerners you know so see the thing is it. is there's video of you out there as well that that was on that vice thing of of you with the was oh, tunisian yeah. tunisian prisoner uh yeah the french tunisian guy yeah and, uh, uzbeki soldier yeah, yeah hello soldier soldier fight you can you can tell that it's 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 crazy <laughs> being face to face a foot away from this guy's face eye to eye and you being so calm and, and letting him know that and he's uh, safe. and we and it's it's we had just lost SDF that just that day and 12 hours we captured before we captured them SDF had lost over 100 men and 58 kilometers that was one of our biggest defeats in open terrain and uh, desert uh, fighting that only day so there was and a we lot captured, of anger. We, and we captured them that day and I was just looking at him and I just saw what angered me the most were the people that were afraid of fighting during this day and literally left us behind while people were dying were the people that really wanted to hurt the prisoners. But the guys that were standing their ground and they were fighting like men and they were not afraid, they were doing their job. None of them and none of us wanted to hurt the prisoners. And honestly, bro, that says a lot about... Um, it and, does. And that kind, of, that kind of can even lead us into our next question. I'm liking how these can flow yeah. together. But... Uh, um, that right there shows me at least, and I'm sure it shows other people that, um, 
you can go and you can have all this anger, like in your, like people sitting at home listening, maybe they'd be like, if I was there, I would execute the prisoners, fuck them, like, or I would beat them or whatever. And it, it shows a lot that of how you grow when you're there and you, and you kind of throughout all of the shit and the brutality, you kind of like get this humbleness to you and like, like you learn positive things so leading into the next question is like how how have these experiences affected you in the long run like who you are right now as we speak positive and negative um what what do you think that this your, your experiences there have done for you positively i mean uh, and negatively what do you want you want to start with the good news or the bad news start with <laughs> the bad news and then we'll bring it back to a happy place with the good news I mean, the bad stuff is obvious, is uh, night, whatever you can say, you know, you have nightmares, you have trouble sleeping, you know, the, 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 obvious. Stuff, you, the, the stuff you see and, you know, the st- stuff you go through, of course, uh, that's, that's, um, that's all the obvious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's the obvious bad things. I mean, uh, and that's kind of all I can say that is negative and. That's that we're talking the bad thing, and uh, it's pretty heavy because it will follow me for the rest of my life. Yeah, so it's, uh, I don't take it lightly when I. I just because say it's it not fast. a just because it's not a big list of bad things doesn't mean that it's not a very serious one. That's probably yeah, about the, exactly. the worst of the list that you could have. So yeah, and you know we will go into this uh, sometime about uh, you know PTSD and everything. We'd like to. We were we've talked about doing an episode um, around that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe someday if we get, if we get bigger, we can have um, some sort of specialist on to talk about it. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Yeah. But so how, the positives yeah. would be, I want to know, I want to know how it's changed your life in like the, a good way. I mean, my, my family said you went there a fucking like, not a boy, but a, like a teenager. Even if I was 28, 29, when I went there, you, yeah. you just said you came back a fucking man. So, it uh, gave me, I mean, more discipline. I mean, more sense of like reality and. Uh, and I'm sure that hearing that from your parents response, was yeah, a big yeah. deal. Like responsibility and you know morals and you know honesty and you know it's integrity. It's it's, it's a lot, you know, and always making sure that you don't just fucking stand there and look at people if somebody's being treated bad or somebody's fighting somebody unfair you know so it's just uh, a lot of things man that has gone with me and uh, i mean and another thing that i think that you might be forgetting that maybe you're you're you haven't thought about is the fact that you were leading people there i mean at least in your in your most recent trip you were in charge of people and Mm -hmm. um you know, I don't want to say, I mean, I don't want to say they're, they're obviously not bad soldiers. They did what they needed to do, but these aren't probably the easiest people to lead. Um, so I'm sure it taught you a lot of shit about leadership and how to just like keep a lot, like patience and stuff I like thought that. like it was, I learned leadership and responsibility through being around leaders and responsible people for so long and really just being quiet and taking in as much as i can always i may be lazy Talk less, i was, I was lazy man my boss that been with me in the units knows that i was a lazy motherfucker sometimes i was really not up for pt and stuff shit like that but i you know who is you know you want to just so, be lazy yeah yeah but i mean it was 
it was really hard when you, you have your own group and then they put you with another group with a total different way of fighting and working and equi equipping themselves and talking to each other. And I mean, it was, it was hell. So, yeah. I mean, but I mean, I'm proud of my men. We, we all went out, went out that day uh, alive and uh, I took uh, all my men into an operation where over a hundred people died and uh, we fucking make, made a body count and we, we, people knew who we were, our position. They, they knew that we were doing good uh, defensive position because we were not in, uh, in an offensive role that uh, time. Yeah. So, yeah. So I learned a lot and I know they will go with me for the rest of my life and as well as the bad things. Uh, so in some way, combining those two and talking about it, being open, is a, is a good way for me as well as uh, working with it with myself so yeah and that's one of the reasons why we do this whole thing um exactly there, there's a lot of revealing shit on this podcast that um most people i wouldn't be comfortable asking a lot of things to um like some of i don't know maybe my my dad's friends or whatever or like you know some of the some of the sf dudes that i know or whatever but I, I i wouldn't be comfortable but you know i know for you at least it helps to talk about it and to get it out and so mm -hmm. you know that's kind of why we wanted to do this shit man yep we wanted to we wanted this to be to uh, educate and inform and you know people follow so i feel like why not man yeah why not i yeah. like it you know and uh, i think podcasting is a good platform so, because I cannot really show where I am all the time. So, platforming, this is a good platform for me. Exactly. That's we can, and it's, I'm actually fucking appalled at the the feedback and the amount of people that uh, have been asking for episodes and shit. So yeah, man, it's been a lot. We're and, we're stoked. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit surprised yeah. as well. So um, I, I hope I hope you know, we don't we don't bore the shit out of you with just questions this time i promise it will hear so many good things dude coming. honestly and i think this next question that i wanted to ask you i think yes, is sir. a good one i want to know so like i want you to dig deep into your mental cavity here and think of your favorite like best memory like funniest shit best memory uh of your time there in syria whether it was like something with your boy jefe or pj or with jordan or like, what's the funniest this, shit that you can uh, remember? Damn, that's a hard question, bro. Because every Haval I've been with, every unit I've been with, we all had our crazy moments and special moments. But I gotta, like, I'm I'm a little bit fucked up. Like my, like fun, like I don't know how to say it. Like my 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 good moments are the moments where we are working, you know, where yeah. we are literally like you know cleaning or going in houses and shit. But I mean, I have have so many good moments, man. Like uh, I don't know where to start, bro. Like with who and you know, it's so much, bro. Like What's I always that? have really good moments with Argish and and Azad. Pick out and we we have all our moments. And me and Jack, we had uh we were always. I want, to know like, of, I want to know of, of, of some antics that you and Jack got into. What's, what's something funny? What's something funny that, what's, what's a funny story you can tell me about, about you and Jack? Yeah, you mean at base or, or front? Just wherever. Just some, some funny shit, dude. 
Oh my god! Like all our funny shit happened at the front. I mean, it's like I gotta pick something up now. I mean, all all our funny stories ends up with somebody dying, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's not friendlies or us. So it's like no, but me and Jack, our best moments were like when we were like playing uh, playing cards for bullets and uh, just. You know, listening to like old techno music and <laughs> hard bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like really old techno music, like nineties techno music. You know, hard way and stuff like that. And we was like dance inside the room, or we like some of the funniest shit we would he would do. What he would like literally wake up in the middle of the morning and play this this ISIS music, and then he would literally <laughs> scream Allah Akbar like really loud, and the commanders commanders the high commander would. Run coming running in like speaking Kurdish oh Shoresh you're giving me a heart attack please stop you know <laughs> and he kept doing those stuff and you know and they love it. I mean it's so much you know and, and oh, that's fine. me and PJ and Jeff and then we used to like uh, go up and like uh, on Abdulaziz mountain it's a big mountain and we used to go up there and fucking hike and stuff and we used to go back and climb up to, to houses and uh, on the roof houses they had like this small uh, like a balcony where they had like this dra- grape uh, trees and uh, a sun you know you can hide in the, un- for, for, like, uh, in the shade you can hide for the sun yeah and we used to sit there and drink energy drinks smoke cigarettes and chill you know Oh, and tell me what the energy drink of choice was. Uh, just power. It's called just power. Just and we power. call it we call it taka. The Havals call it taka, and taka means like uh, power in Turkish. So, <laughs> so you're just drinking pure power. Yeah, it's an energy drink, and it's pretty, pretty, pretty fucked up. And it's like half a liter, bro. And it literally says on the bottle, "Don't drink more than one of these a day." And we used to like jug like three, four of those, and be like, crack open for night guard, bro. But the, the the negative was that you had to fucking shit all the, uh, piss all the time. You had to piss <laughs> all the time. It was worse than drinking beer, bro. That's super funny. I'm trying to picture uh, PJ like all super because he's super clear headed and calm and collected. And seeing him all jacked yeah. up on three power energy drinks. Yeah, no, no, that that was that was me, me and Jack, bro. Me and Jack. <laughs> oh, okay. PJ used to PJ used to drink them in too, but he would never get like Jack, 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 like that. He was always in control always cracking jokes and always like being sarcastic and shit <laughs> i'm sure jack waking up in the middle of the morning to just be like oh no look what bro and he used to wake me up in the middle of the night like literally like hey frat frat i was like what can you can you take my night guard bruv i was like what <laughs> why the, why the f would i take your night shift bro why would i do that i literally <laughs> just came from a trio Please, bruv, share it with me. And I was like, oh, okay, man, come on. So he I calls you bruv and it melts your heart. And you're like, fuck. Yeah, bro, like we had this rule. We have, it, we have a rule. We had a rule, me and Jack, that if we were at base or we were somewhere where we were not uh, in like 100% danger and we knew they had already a lot of guards, we could, we could chill a little bit and he could do one hour guard. I could do one hour guard alone. But if we were at the front, we would never let him... Uh, would never let me or I would never let him do uh, night guard uh, yeah, alone. Yeah, I mean, things get you know? serious. You got to feel out the situation, obviously. Yeah, but... because sometimes they said you have three hours each night guard. And we used to tell them, okay, but then you put us together uh, before or after each other. And then we would share it. I tell him, you sleep two hours. And he sleep, I wake up. And we just keep doing that. Uh, 
so and then we were more we were not distracted we were more like not tired and shit so it was good because towards the end of the shift because i know i know firsthand from like driving on tour with my band and stuff you get to you like need to get somewhere after the gig and you need to drive for like five hours afterwards and it's late yeah yeah. and i'm like you're you're seeing those white lines pass by in the dark yeah Um, but this is this is sometimes you have to look out in the dark without a flashlight you don't have a thermal the only guy who has a thermal sometimes he goes uh, to every group on the front he goes like uh 20 minutes to this group 20 minutes to that group so i mean Bruv, between, that's what I'm between, saying. Yeah, bruv. Useless it, makes mate. You, it makes you sleepy sitting there looking out into the dark. You're like, yeah, it does, just... it does, it does. Um, but it does. Uh, next, yeah, for sure. So fucking yeah. next. This is one that um, this is actually kind of a question that I had, and I've been uh, curious about this because uh, you know it's something that's going on currently, and it's something that could have a lot of. Uh, uh, effect in the area but how do you feel mm-hmm. about the u.s doing these joint patrols because um, they're doing them on both sides one with they're doing them with sdf and then they're doing them with the turkish military do you think that that's kind of to like quell tensions or do you think that mm. I, I, feel I like mean doing it so that neither my i mean if you're gonna ask me my personal thought i'm gonna say fuck them fuck turkey bro not the whole people and the nation. Not, I'm talking not... about. I'm talking about the politics and their military. Why the right. fuck? Like, of course. But that's my personal opinion, and, and that's pretty much irrelevant. I'm let's talk what... about facts, and it's good for us at the moment. No matter what people say uh, about coalition, I mean, they just literally saved our asses from being invaded and, and slaughtered. What are we gonna do against a NATO country? We can we can stop them for a while. We can do stuff, but at the same time, we have million people that is gonna go seek refuge somewhere or decide to not to go anywhere and be slaughtered by Turkish airstrikes. So by the coalition doing this uh, is helping us at the moment and it's good uh, because obviously as we see it's buying us time and it's buying the, uh, the coalition time and not to time to literally see what kind of games they're playing right right now and and it's not good for an uh, NATO ally a member to uh, act like this and it's uh, it's a crime against human human like you say uh, human law, whatever, human rights. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's fucking war crimes, bro. They literally invaded Efrin and now they're building a big ass wall around Efrin and they want to connect it to Turkey and then they want to run for a referendum vote. I mean, come on, this is straight up, uh, uh, you know, divide and capture and, and fucking conquering shit, bro. The fact so, that this isn't all over news out here is fucking yeah. crazy to me. And, but... and we, we, we are talking about the second biggest force in NATO so and an ally so it's helping us at the moment uh in the short run right now it's it's helping us you know I have right. family living five minutes away from the Turkish border so I am grateful right now and it's it's helping us I kind of was thinking that the reason that we were doing that that the U.S. was doing that was just like yeah like if if the if the U.S. is on both sides of the battlefield then nobody's yeah. gonna shoot at each other so I feel yeah, like they're yeah, kind yeah. of just like trying to quell the tensions while they figure out what the fuck to do and like maybe no while they wait for Erdogan to fuck up because yeah, he obviously exactly. did with that with that uh, the jet deal the F thirty five he went and bought the Russian systems you know we can go on for days about this and time will tell but at this time right now it's good for us. Uh, rather than coming doing a, a joint patrol somewhere 
and leaving because they're not allowed to have bases inside and it's we made it pretty clear uh, and uh, coalition is standing by it man and we cannot say anything we're yeah. grateful and it's good for us right now um well kind of going off of that um mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of there's a lot of political parties there's a lot of there's a lot of forces at hand in that region there's the there's government forces there's sdf mm-hmm. there's isis there's turkey there's the u.s there's different kurdish parties so what is, i want to yeah. know is is do you think that the two separate kurdish political parties um that can ever really unite um and actually you know come come to come together as one to get mutual goals because right now they're kind of split aren't they yeah first of all it's not two it's like I don't know how many. many right now. It's really, really many. Yeah, but there's but two I mean, major, the KRG uh, and the PYD. KRG, PYD, uh, PUK. Uh, there's PJAC from uh, Rojala, from the Iranian side, of Kur- uh, Kurdistan, Iran, you know, and Kurdistan, Syria. There's all, they all have different. But I mean, no, they're not getting along. That's the long story short. And then going into that, I mean, it's all about the money, man. It seems like it. Yeah. Money That's kind of how it is for everybody. Yeah. So, uh, and but now it, it, they, they, it's just, it's, I don't know, man. It's just, we have this saying in Kurdish. It's, it's a, a old philosopher, a poet. He said, uh, if you will not become one, you will all be destroyed or disappear one by one, you know? And he says it to the Kurds. And uh, I mean, that's our biggest. Uh, biggest hurdle right now that is that we cannot unite as one all Kurds yeah yeah I'm sure that's a real problem especially I hope it will happen during my lifetime I really hope it Uh, I will be a really proud man to be able to tell my son uh, your people are are united we can go somewhere where all Kurds are together instead of hey 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 hey, you there go back to your side we don't want your shit here you know stuff like that so yeah yeah it's uh it's crazy because it's it's kind of a lot like um People, the way people can think about it who are listening is it's a lot like political parties here in America. You got like the libertarians, you got Republicans, Democrats, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that, but almost even more out there. It's kind of like that, but then you got to put that tribal mentality into it and the the Gundi style too. And then you got to give them all AKs and a coalition to back them up. (laughs) Then I mean, oh, come on. It's, It's fucking difficult. And I honestly, it's like, I couldn't imagine being in either of those any of those political parties i'm sure each each party is like fuck no, this is a nightmare but but i let's make it clear like we have we know right now we know that's that's not the goal we are not we're not we're not searching for that right now we're not looking towards like really that's not our the big of course all kurds main goal should be that all kurds should be one i'm not saying that's not the, our main goal but at the moment we are trying to uh, make us make make a safe borders so we don't have to worry about invasions so we can instead start to rebuild and and fucking worry about the security around the cities we have just fought in and uh, pushed isis out of uh, defeated them we, we need to rebuild man we cannot leave all this shit like that we cannot we cannot do like it, it's it's not possible to do all that and feed all the prisoners and feed all, all the refugees in unholy camps and all the ISIS families. I mean, come on, let's be realistic here. We like it's not possible while Turkey, the Turkish military and AKP putting that pressure on. party wants to invade all the time. Yeah, we can we can handle the rebels, man. We can handle them. No worries. It will be a good fight. We can handle them. Just take out the jets. 
we can handle anybody. We will stand our ground. But I mean, what can you do against jets? You cannot do much. Everybody knows that. We have yeah. been on the we have I have been on air support side for like five years now. I'm telling you, it's a very beautiful side to to stand there and look at that jet bomb that shit out of something. But it wouldn't be beautiful if you ain't that fucking house. No. Okay. And we have many many friends that can say it when they were in Efrin. They were all ready to die. I was stand there, die fighting, and the Turkish FSA, whatever terrorists, the jihadists, couldn't even move if it wasn't for artillery and airstrike because we stood our ground, man. So we we can handle them. So if we were to be left alone there, we can start to be involved in, in a part of Syria because we we cannot we're not fighting for, uh, uh, you know, a Kurdistan, free Kurdistan right now. No, we are fighting. For somehow a, a democratic Syria, I said it many times before. We just want, we, you know, we cannot push for that right now. We will be slaughtered by everybody around us. Yeah, we cannot push for that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> honestly, having the Kurdish parties, you know, unite would unite. Be that would good, be a dream. Yeah, that would definitely yeah. help out a lot of things, and it would. It seems like it would make mm-hmm. a lot of sense. So you guys could deal with the bigger, bigger picture, but and then deal with yeah. the smaller picture uh, later. But, um, you know. But they're Time moving in the right way, man. They're moving in the right way. I cannot say it's worse than it was 10 years ago. They're moving in the right way. We still have big problems, but Kurds are moving in the right way now because after this big fight against ISIS we had, we kind of knew that we are a formidable force when we stick together. So, I mean, uh, they're moving. They're moving in the right lane. Our language is starting to evolve more. People are speaking more Kurdish in their countries. Yeah, that's and good. So, uh, yeah, our traditions are being carried out to the next generations now and people are being left alone. So hopefully in the end we will see better. Just need to extend that out to the Kurds in Turkey and then yes. it'll be... Uh... Yeah. That'd be good because they can't they can't enjoy those those. But it's not e- it's not easy as well, you know. And it's yeah. oppression, bro. So it's not easy. It's yeah. literally if you speak it, they will just not put you in jail. They will take everything your family have, and they literally are forcing people to military. It's conscri- they have conscription. So sometimes well, you don't know if if we don't know if if some of the soldiers in Afrin right now from the <clears throat> Turkish army is Kurdish or not because there are, there is no Kurdish passports in Turkey there's only Turkish passports right. so if it, if it's conscription and you go there everybody knows you cannot say to your commander hey i don't want to go there fuck you i'm they kurdish i can't you, go there yeah, yeah. The, if they know you're kurdish they will send you to a kurdish area because yeah. then they don't have to talk to kurdish people and they think okay well, if he's kurdish they don't kill him so it's you know it's it's tricky man it's tricky it's very complex yeah, and that's a whole topic for another day. I mean, exactly. We, and gonna... with a with a with a with a guest that is political in it, and I know exactly which who I could in, uh, invite to talk about this little bit political thing about this, and he's Perfect. been involved in this in so many years. One of the first volunteers to go to uh, Rojava. Perfect. Well, yeah, that sounds like a good uh, yeah. like a good plan for have somebody on in the future. Um, I just want to ask you one more, one last final question here. This is the last. I think we should uh, maybe start to wrap it up, but yes. um, for the for the last one here, this is one that somebody sent you. Uh, what has helped you um, and your friends with the trauma the most? Like um, being back home, do you have any tips for someone dealing with PTSD? Uh, what any any rituals? Any uh, anything that helps you kind of when you're feeling down? First of all, family, having good friends wife you know whatever you have talk to them you know don't shut down yeah uh, and we it's a big man, one yeah i mean i'm I'm not bullshitting cbd 
you know, stuff like that. It helps me, has, has been helping me before. Now I, I can't, you know, of course I cannot, uh, I cannot get it anywhere, but I mean, and it's anyway, it's fucking good. You know, the shit is good for you, you know, use it, don't abuse it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, I, uh, and you know I, what I'm saying? So I'm all down for that. And I mean, just be open. Don't shut down, man. If you go home, you have trauma. You know, I have a lot of, we have a lot of friends that just go home and they shut down. And, you know, because we're not in the same country anymore. If he just closes his Facebook I cannot reach him anymore. It's as easy as that to be alone when yeah. you are separated from your unit across the world or whatever, you know? So, and with that, we like, can, yeah. we can shout out our, our boy Kane, uh, yeah. Kane Harley, Rest who, in peace. who Kane recently uh, was dealing with, with PTSD severely. And this is what Farad's, this is a prime example of what Farad was talking about where he isolated himself and, um, you know, people couldn't get a hold of him and it, it took a long turn and he, uh, yeah. unfortunately isn't with us anymore, but, uh, it's important to, if you have PTSD or if you have friends who are, uh, um, who served or, I, I mean, you can get PTSD from all, all kinds of shit, man. Like if you've been through like a school shooting or whatever, I mean, I know people that went through that have been in, you know, been through school shootings and stuff. And, uh, if you have PTSD about it, just fucking talk yeah. about it. I'm, I, talk I, about I, it, man. I go through anxieties of myself, my own, and I shut down and I shut people out of my life and I stop talking to people and I tell everybody I'm okay and stuff. And, um, I'm not saying I have PTSD, but I'm saying, uh, I get it. Yeah. You know, I get it. You don't, you don't want to talk to anybody, but like yeah. PTSD and, and can deteriorate your brain even, like acid. Yeah. And it's not even the most recent one. Uh, one of our Havals that have committed suicide. Our recent one was from UK, bro. It was Jamie. Right. You know, and, and Jamie, yeah. Jamie, he was, he was, man, he was, you know what I'm saying? He, he was, he did the same thing. I think he just, I'm, I don't know. I like, it's, it's crazy. Like I, I could now just close down all my social media and nobody would, uh, that I was with in, in Syria uh, or I'm am or whatever, maybe one or two people can, can contact me or my family. Rest, nobody can contact me. I will be gone from the face of the earth, you know? And, right. and when this happens, it's, we need, we need to be able to contact each other and help each other out, man. We need to yeah. be together. We are a community. We are, like, doesn't matter which army military you are in. As long as we were not enemies or whatever, we can, we can help each other out. Yeah, because if you are enemy, <laughs> then fuck you. Yeah, because my, <laughs> my enemy is not like some other state government fucking soldier is just fucking terrorist bros i don't want i don't want to help you get the fuck out of here we, ain't, we don't we don't help terrorists here i'm sorry man we haven't done the podcast for long so sorry if my language is a little bit <laughs> sorry we hey this is a this is a this is an r-rated podcast adult content everybody knows. yes for we educational use, purposes we have potty <laughs> mouths that we fucking hold back big so time we don't have any other questions you didn't have any other questions so uh, there's a couple close. There's a couple more questions on here, but we're pushing an hour. A, yeah, and I fast figured, one. And I figure we could go over our, our news, too, that we, we oh, need to yeah, go over yeah, also. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but then we, we don't have time for more questions. Right. We will save those questions, we'll though. We'll save them. And, okay, I will start by saying uh, uh, thank you for your patience, everybody. You've been very good to me and, and Grady and the pod. Yeah, we're, we're sorry it's uh, taken so long. We feel bad. Um, yes, I feel time. really bad because I was not expecting, we were not expecting so many people to, to listen to it and give us so good feedback, you know, and stuff. So I felt yeah. like uh, us having been doing it, it's been a little bit crazy and people are ask, have been asking for this for a while. So I finally found some items that we can do for this and we will do a raffle 
Ooh, this is the we big news. We will do a raffle uh, with, uh, I'm not going to say what the items are, but I promise you whoever gets these items in one prize, it's not two separate things to raffle. It's, it's one there, prize. They're stuck two together. Items, yeah, you're not, you're not getting two separate things. You're getting one one raffle and it's two items in one raffle prize and it's it's for educational and uh, collecting uh, purposes you know historical purposes whatever you can call it we are not we are not you know supporting whatever we are giving you this is the stuff i have literally taking from positions we have been in and we have fought in this is not stuff i've been just found online no this is stuff i've been collecting through the years and i feel people have been supporting me so grady me and grady we talked and you know we want to yeah. we want to give some people an opportunity to get uh, some crazy um, battlefield loot. Yeah, um, some Ganima. Some Ganima. As, you, as yeah. you know, our boy brought here his old Instagram name was Ganima, which means spoils of war. So basically, yeah. it's like it's fucking uh, yeah. like loot. It's it's, uh, it's shit yeah. that you find. Um, yeah, it's so just, yeah, it's what you take from from an enemy. You just pop. So how we're gonna do this is we're gonna. Um, we're going to have a raffle. Uh, we want to, we want to be able to give anybody who's a collector or a listener, the opportunity to get some pretty crazy items and do with, as you please, if you want to, if you want to destroy them, go ahead. If you want to put them on display, go ahead. If you want to donate yeah. them to a museum, go yeah. ahead. Um, yeah. but, but so I would, I would recommend you if you live in Turkey or Saudi Arabia, if you're listening that, you you, don't you, do it. you know don't don't do it if they open your package <laughs> you can get in a lot of trouble of course you will get a certificate of paper with it that i will write and sign that it says it's for historical and collecting purposes i will not say oh you want this uh, spoils of war we will not do it we, no. <laughs> because we don't want anybody to get in trouble because uh, where it's sent from and where it is it's not illegal uh, to to be a collector of these certain items. Yeah, but so, it is uh, it yeah. is in America, and people in America have yeah. that have this shit for yeah. collective purposes. Um, yeah, know- and it's not been been any issue before. Uh, items has been sent and sold to U.S. and Canada before, and people have been receiving them, and nobody has been. So what what Farat has for us are pretty high. We're not we're not saying it just for um, security purposes and stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. they're pretty high dollar items that Farat has yeah. sold before. Um, so we're going to do, um, we're going to, we're going to do, uh, raffle and we're going to do tickets, $15 a ticket. Mm -hmm. Um, we're going to, we're going to limit it to five, uh, five tickets per person, but you can, uh, what you're going to do is, um, send, uh, the payment to, um, Farat's. Uh, we have a paypal we have a it's not mine but we have a oh, PayPal set right, up right. that's uh, been is been used before for like you know uh, when we do like uh, charities and stuff so that paypal is trusted and it's always you know we are good words with paypal so it doesn't have any you know, the limits and stuff on it so yeah. we will use that paypal and it will be giving to you uh, when you ask in the dms so yeah, send send Farad a DM and uh, you can ask or Grady or me um, or and, Grady. Um, what you'll do is you can you can uh, do friends and family payment for fifteen bucks. Um, we're trying to do this maybe as opposed to doing like a Patreon for support. We need to get some new gear and shit. So yeah, um, what we're gonna yeah do yeah is... I think I, I think we will stay with the raffles because you know setting up a whole new thing on Patreon and be like yo pay me over here. No, I want to give anybody who gives us 
our podcast helps and get anything i want him to get something in return right. and thank you you know not just um yeah so so what we're gonna do is we're gonna limit it to five five per person um, yeah five tickets per person we're gonna dollars each yeah. yeah we're gonna call it on october 23rd um so we got about yes. one month um for people to to enter and what we'll do is we'll pick um We'll go through, we'll pick a winner um, ra- at random uh, mm-hmm. um, through, pe- through uh, PayPal. And um, mm-hmm. we'll do uh, first place, we'll win this, this, uh, this package and we'll pull a second person and they can win um, yeah. like one of your, uh, one of your, uh, oh, you, you going to do a, uh, we're going to, oh, we're going to do a, a second up too. We should do a uh, second second pl- second place. And do you have any more of those T-shirts? The mm, the, uh, the ones which that you... ones? The Savage it, T-shirts? Yeah, yeah. No, they're all out, man. They you... they were just like we just did them for one special charity thing. Oh, okay. Like Is your you you don't have any more patches or anything like that? Yeah, I have patches. Yeah, of okay. course. I, yeah, I can I can get you guys one Savage patch. Cool. Number two can get one Savage patch and. Uh, Number yeah, number two can get yeah two patches, one patch yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so we'll pull a second person; they can get a little something, something. Um, yeah. So do this as well. While you you gonna you gonna if you want five tickets, uh, please. Uh, your name will be seen on the PayPal. I will use that name in case you DM me otherwise and say something else. Okay. And we'll do. I'm sure what we'll do is a yeah. live. Uh, we can do a live uh, drawing and put put names in a hat or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Draw them out. Yeah, or we can just say it in 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 a pod, bro. Like or, live yeah. things and stuff. I don't, I don't know. Kurt don't have internet for that. Yeah, maybe you will. <laughs> you know, <laughs> depends on but what yeah. you do. Yeah. So if you want to buy three tickets, send you know the money for three tickets in one name. So you, you don't, you do whatever you want, man. But October twenty third uh, is the day the raffle will end. And uh, it's uh, like we said, fifteen dollars per ticket, uh, max five tickets per person. Uh, you DM uh, me, uh, Tactic Curd, uh, on uh, Instagram, or you can uh, DM my my friend here, Grady, uh, so, All Night Petrol, all on night petrol. Uh, on Instagram as well. Uh, and of course, I think I mean this would be fun, man. This would be fun, and. Uh, some good some good items here man. Some, some good, good items. some good items crazy yeah. shit it's cool, some crazy bro. shit i mean uh, it's been a good episode because it's very limited to what we can do right now uh, the sound and and everything uh, i want to like thank grady my boy here chubs being with me and then you know Chubbs. he can thank me later but uh yeah i thank you guys <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we'll see I was just uh, playing, bro. So yeah, that's episode four. It was just a questioning Q and A, answer your questions. Uh, we will try to do episode five really soon. We were trying to, you know, get get the episodes out there and get back uh, on it. Maybe we have a uh, next time on the episode uh, episode the five, or we will continue with our storyline, of course. And uh, I hope you guys like today's episode. Uh, it was not a very long one, but it's we're getting into it again. You know what I'm saying? Get back into the groove of shit. Yeah, so. get back into it, you know. So, yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. And uh, see you next week of uh, the Combat Squad uh, podcast. Don't forget to hide your squad <laughs> while you're taking the shit. It's better for your bowels, okay? Yeah, kind of straightens everything <laughs> out, lets everything fall out easier. All right, peace out. All people. right. God bless you all. Take care. See you next week. Later. Peace.